Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. The California State University system has some of the lowest tuition rates in the country, but a huge budget gap could force new tuition hikes. CalMatters higher ed reporter Michael Zinstein explains. A new report this week revealed a $1.5 billion budget shortfall for the Cal State system and that the university system can't afford to do the things it should to help students succeed. The system serves nearly half a million students. Its affordability has helped create a national reputation for social mobility. Cal State students are often low-income and the first in their family to go to college. The Chancellor's Office will present a tuition hike to the board in July. If it's approved, tuition could go up as early as fall 2024. This is an especially big deal because these hikes would bring multiple years of ongoing tuition increases instead of just a one-time jump. But just raising tuition likely won't fill Cal State's funding hole. This is all happening while faculty are demanding a more than 10% raise, adding more unrest in the system. For the California Report, I'm Michael Zinstein in Los Angeles. Stanford University is conducting the first clinical trial in the world, looking at whether Paxlovid could be a possible treatment for long COVID patients. The California Report's Keith Mizuguchi explains. The antiviral drug Paxlovid has been used throughout the pandemic by many COVID-19 patients as a way to avoid possible severe infection. Dr. Upi Singh is an infectious disease physician at Stanford Medicine. Our study is a a study of 15 days of Paxlovid versus 15 days of placebo. So it's instead of a standard five-day treatment for acute COVID, we're doing 15 days of Paxlovid. And then we're watching somebody's symptoms and looking at their health outcomes over the next three and a half months or so. Researchers hope to have results by this fall. The trial has received recent pushback after a social media post claimed that participants left the study because doctors and researchers were unmasked in front of patients. But the university says only one participant has left the study for that reason. In a statement, Stanford Medicine said the safety of patients is its highest priority and it continues to recommend and support masking. For The California Report, I'm Keith Mizuguchi. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. 
This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. And now to a preview of our sister show, The California Reports Weekly Magazine. This week, we're visiting Kennedy High School in Richmond, a town northeast of San Francisco. Reporter Richard Gonzalez brings us the story of one retired teacher and his extraordinary commitment to the school where he's dedicated his time and energy for more than 50 years. Mike Peretz is 79 years old, and he still talks with the enthusiasm and optimism he had as a rookie teacher on the founding faculty of Kennedy High in Richmond back in 1967. In all of those years of teaching, Mike says he never had a bad day. I always had a good time, and I tried to make sure that everybody else had a good time. I still believe that that enhances learning. For 35 years, Mike taught English, social sciences, and a vocational education program focused on food services training. He retired in 2001, but he still wasn't finished with the school or the West Contra Costa School District. After I retired, I went back to work for the district as a teacher on special assignment, so I would help struggling teachers. You might say Mike couldn't get enough of Kennedy High. He isn't working anymore, or I should say he isn't paid anymore, but he's still here at the school several times a week as a volunteer, mentor, advocate, educational guru, and fundraiser. I catch up with Mike one morning in the welding class at Kennedy High School. Teacher Ben Carpenter calls for the attention of his 20-odd students. We got a lot going on today. We are preparing for the weld tests. It's a mock test, really. If you want to do one, it's not mandatory. Carpenter has arranged for a certified welding inspector to come in to give these students, mostly sophomores and juniors, a taste of real-world supervision. Within a few minutes, the shop is buzzing as each student measures, cuts, hammers, and grinds small plates of metal to prepare for a basic weld. Sparks are flying, and frankly, Carpenter has his hands full, keeping track of it all. But luckily, he's got another set of eyes and ears in the room. Mike Peretz is quietly and carefully scanning the shop. Well, I have to be vigilant. He's asked me to keep an eye on things while he's in the booth. Kennedy has a core of dedicated teachers who students rely on. But for years, the school has struggled to attract students and retain teachers. Mike sees this welding class as the beginning of Kennedy High's rebirth. A lot of hope again. A lot of hope again coming back and 
Hope disappeared for a while. Uh, I think hope was an important element of Kennedy High School for a few decades, and, and then it went away. And COVID hasn't helped. COVID wrecked teaching plans all over California, and now Kennedy High, like every school across the state, is trying to get back on its feet. The school, situated in this working-class town northeast of San Francisco, faces many of the challenges confronting public education in California. The students are poor. Roughly half are English-language learners. Inexperienced teachers cycle in and out. But it wasn't always this way. That was reporter Richard Gonzalez. You can hear more about Kennedy High School on this week's California Report magazine. Tune in on your public radio station or download the California Report magazine podcast. And that's the California Report for Friday, May 26th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Catherine Monahan, Christopher Beale, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Holly J. McDeed and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners. Hint's 25 flavors include blackberry, coconut, and blueberry lemon. In stores or at hintwater.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.